listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Pet Peeves is brought to you by Petco.com. Petco is a leading specialty retailer of premium pet food supplies and services, offering more than 10,000 high-quality pet-related products. Enter the code PEEVES10, P-E-E-V-E-S, the number 10, and get 10% off any order. No minimum at Petco.com. That's it. You're madder than a junkyard dog, and you're not going to take it anymore. Your feathers are ruffled, your dander's up, and you've got a definite bone to pick. Welcome to Pet Peeves, the show that lets you dig through the dirt and unleash your passion for pets. Why let sleeping dogs lie when you can take the bull by the horns and let the fur fly? So get your claws out and get ready to rattle some cages on Pet Peeves with your host, pet expert and award-winning author, Amy Showtime. Hey there, and welcome to Pet Peeves on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Amy Shudrai, and today we're discussing complete care for your aging pets. Now that brings me to my rant of the week. November is Adopt a Senior Pet Month. It's sponsored by PetFinder.com. There are about 8 million homeless animals end up in shelters every single year. Many of them arrive through no fault of their own. In this economy... Sadly, pets may be one of the first luxuries to be sacrificed, and an old dog or cat has less chance than cute puppies and kittens of finding that great new home. People who lose their homes or or must change jobs in cities or even go into nursing care facilities, they may have to relinquish their beloved pets even though they don't want to. These golden oldies offer many benefits compared to adopting younger pets as owners of aging cats and dogs will agree. Now, it's about time that mature pets get the respect and attention they're due. If you have an aging dog or cat, or or if you're looking to add one to your pet family, this is the show for you. Today's show is a little bit different than usual. I'm going solo to provide listeners with some great how-to care tips and information, especially for those who share their lives with aging cats and dogs. So gather your, your furry wonders and come, sit, stay. And I'll be right back with some advice for your old fogey pets after these messages. Okay, time to call off the dogs. Pet Peeves will be back with more biting topics right after we kibble a little with our sponsors. There's a movement afoot. Shoebuy.com. Join the millions of people who shop Shoebuy.com's over 400 brands and 500,000 products. Order now and get free shipping and free return shipping. Shoebuy.com, the world's greatest shoe store. Walk your dog in style and comfort. Enter the code PEEVES, P-E-E-V-E-S, at checkout and get a 10% discount plus free shipping at Shoebuy.com. Love your pets but wish their medications were a lot less expensive? They are at 1-800-PET-MEDS. You'll not only save on flea and heartworm medications, but on prescriptions for arthritis, incontinence, thyroid, and more. And you get fast service, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Plus, our licensed pharmacists ensure accuracy, monitor drug interaction, and more. See why over 5 million people have trusted their pet's health to 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. Call now or order online. Go. 
to PetMeds.com forward slash Peeves, P-E-E-V-E-S, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com. Love My Pets, the new single by Mark Winter, available on iTunes. Pets can be a wonderful addition to your life because they're a member of the family. Keeping them healthy and happy is important. Pet Life Radio presents The Pet Doctor with veterinary media consultant and veterinarian Dr. Bernadine Cruz. Whether you have a dog, cat, reptile, or rabbit, you'll find answers for your pets straight from the vets. The Pet Doctor, on demand every week, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're foaming at the mouth to get back to pet peeves. So here's Amy with some more tail-tying, fur-flying fun. Welcome back to Pet Peeves on Pet Life Radio. Now, most of y'all know that I'm the author of several books on dog and cat care, and two of my favorites have recently, well, you can hear my dog in the background, have recently been completely revised and updated. Now, since November is Adopt a Senior Shelter Pet Month, it's appropriate to share some old fogey pet care tips directly from these books. Complete care for your aging dog and complete care for your aging cat. Both updated and available from Amazon.com and from Shujai.com. Now, in the last decade, we've seen an evolution in the way people treat their cats and dogs. We've become a nation of pet lovers. In fact, according to the 2009-2010 American Pet Products Association survey, there are 93.6 million cats kept in 35% of U.S. households, and there are 77.5 million dogs kept in 39% of these households. Of course, that number is expected to rise. They're no longer thought of as mere pets. Now, if you have pets yourself, you know what I'm talking about. More than 70% of owners consider pets to be part of their family. And because of that, health care has been extended to furry family members, and it's been greatly expanded. Lifetime of better care means that pets today live longer, healthier lives than ever before. In fact, in the past 50 years, the average lifespan of cats has tripled. Many now live into their late teens or even their early 20s. Dogs, in many cases, have doubled their lifespan. Today, 50% of all pet owners have a dog or a cat 
that's older than seven years old. Why is that? Well, pet owners, <laughs> that's you. That's because you are more knowledgeable. You take better care of your pets. Many cats are kept inside today. They're protected from early death from exposure to illness or being hit by a car. Second, vet care vans have jumped ahead by leaps and pounces, including better dog and cat nutrition and preventive care like vaccinations and parasite treatments such as heartworm prevention. Professional breeders now have extensive tests to avoid genetic problems. So purebred dogs and pedigree cats are born healthier. Really, the biggest reason for the increase in the numbers of old fogey pets is, well, I can't say it any other way, owner love. Rather than considering them replaceable and getting a newer, healthier model, today's owner treats pets for arthritis, for cancer, kidney failure, even senility. And we help with accommodations for old age problems such as blindness or or loss of hearing. Uh, Don't take it from me. Here's a telling example, one of the golden moments, true stories that come directly from complete care for your aging cat. And it's called Caring for Cricket. Karen and Lynn Holden of Cedar Hill, Texas, currently share their lives with three senior citizen cats. Tiffany, also known as Tiff the Terror, is the baby at age eight. She's our perpetual kitten, she says. It's like having a two-year-old loose in the house 24-7. Pumpkin, an orange gentle giant of a cat, is 12. He is the most laid-back guy you will ever come across, says Karen. The two cats are great pals and usually leave the oldest cat alone. 18-year-old Cricket is a Persian Manx cross and the matriarch of the cat clan. She still rules the roost. She can be very grumpy with the other fur kids, says Karen, but with Lynn and me, she's very loving. Now, Cricket has overcome many challenges in her long life. The black and gray tabby survived the bite of a water moccasin snake, being hit by a car, and even was lost for six weeks before returning home. We should have named her Timex because she takes a licking and keeps on ticking, says Karen. Well, the cat has led a more protected indoor-only life since moving in with the Holdens. When their granddaughter, Danielle, was born, Cricket became the baby's protector. She'd hiss at anybody who came close, says Karen. Well, today, the elderly cat is still determined to get her way. In bed at night, she will paw my shoulder until I turn over to face her. She'll rear up like a horse and come down on the tap light and turn it on and off until I give up and get out of bed. The pair is so close that Karen immediately knew Cricket needed prompt medical help when she became sick last November. Her personality changed. She began drinking and urinating too much, refused to eat. Kitty acted very depressed. Since it was after the regular clinic's hours and couldn't be seen until morning, Karen called another facility. The DeSoto Animal Hospital said to bring her in immediately, says Karen. Dr. Aaron F. Barsavak examined Cricket and diagnosed her in the early stages of kidney failure. A therapeutic diet was prescribed to help take the strain off of Cricket's kidneys. The vet says the main thing is to keep her eating, says Karen. Foods for Tiff and Pumpkin are also available, and Cricket alternates and grazes from three brands on the Kitty Snack Bar. At first, 
fluid therapy, this is a sterile saline solution, was administered twice a week at the hospital. The treatment helped Cricket to maintain a good attitude. She was still quite alert, active, and extremely affectionate, says Karen, and she had an appetite like a bear coming out of hibernation. The vet visits. Well, Cricket screamed and complained throughout the fluid therapy. It was stressful for everybody concerned, and the cat's kidney values continued to go up. The fact we couldn't get her stabilized was discouraging, says Karen. Cricket had started out weighing 10 pounds, and despite a good appetite, she dropped down to 7.5 pounds in a very short time. Dr. Barsavak explained that more frequent fluid therapies would be even more helpful. Now, cat owners often learn to administer subcutaneous fluids at home, which is often less stressful for the cat. However, it does require using a needle, and that didn't appeal to Karen. She learned about a new alternative to needling the cat. Dr. Barsavak suggested implanting a subcutaneous catheter so that Karen and Lynn could give cricket fluids at home without ever sticking the cat. The couple debated long and hard about the catheter implant. They were apprehensive at the thought of anesthesia because of Cricket's advanced age. Well, I think Lynn could do it with a needle, but the catheter would make it much easier on Cricket, says Karen. Dr. Barsavak showed us the catheter. It looked like a little soaker hose. The doctor promised to make Cricket a little stretchy T-shirt to wear over the catheter to help protect it from cat claws until the kitty grew accustomed to it. Karen and Lynn decided to go ahead with the procedure. The catheter was placed in mid-January, and Cricket came home that same day. She was to be given a liquid antibiotic called Clavamox as a precaution against infection and to receive the fluids twice a week. She came through everything but was tremendously stressed, says Karen. Before they left the clinic, the veterinarian demonstrated how to administer the fluids, although Cricket was not at all a cooperative patient. Once home, the cat, now wearing a bright red kitty t-shirt to protect the catheter, settled down into her familiar bed. That evening, giving the clavabox was a piece of cake, and Cricket made a couple of trips to nibble food during the night. Karen felt greatly encouraged. The next morning, Cricket again took her clavamox without a fight, as if she knew it was making her feel better. Usually, medicating Cricket requires an army, says Karen. Spark wasn't yet back in the kitty's eyes, but the cat did bat a toy and gave some headbutts and love nips to Karen. Surprisingly, Cricket resisted any idea of having the little t-shirt removed. She let me know that just because a girl is under the weather doesn't make her any less fashion conscious, says Karen. Two days later, the first fluid session at home did not go well. Dr. Barsavek had suggested giving Cricket some Benadryl to slightly sedate her prior to the session, but the stress of being pilled made things even worse. She screamed as if it was painful. She tried to bite. She scratched and tried to escape, says Karen. The experience made the Holdens dread future sessions, especially since the vet had recommended increasing therapy from twice to three times a week. In the meantime, Pumpkin began to play nursemaid to Cricket, keeping her company and refusing to leave her side. It was as if he became her guardian, says Karen. Always before, he'd ignored her or seemed bent on aggravating her. Cricket usually put him in his place. She is a growly, snarly, hissy, grumpy little old cat lady who swats any cat who gets within reach. 
Pumpkin has always given her a wide berth, explains Karen. But she was amazed to see how solicitous Pumpkin became, and even more surprised that Cricket accepted his watchful presence. Meanwhile, Karen wasn't at all happy about the innovative treatment. I was really regretting having the catheter implanted, and I wondered why we put her through this. Karen says the vet must have sensed her feelings and told her she would not remove the catheter before a two-week trial was done. Before the next fluid session, Karen sought suggestions from other cat owners with fluid administration experience. Oh, the fluids went so much better, says Karen. Following advice, they first warmed the fluids, they slowed the rate of the administration, and they played a tape of the Dallas Symphony Orchestra. Cricket was in her bed with Lynn massaging the back of her little neck and me massaging the bridge of her nose and speaking softly to her, and she took it like a champ. She actually enjoyed it, and she knows she feels better immediately afterwards. It's working. Slowing the drip made a huge difference, says Karen. Well, the following week, they increased the treatment to three times a week. The increased fluids almost immediately improved Cricket's demeanor. She started to come looking for breakfast instead of waiting to have it served. She reestablished her position as Queen Cat by pestering Tiff the Terror and smacking the white cat's gray ears each time she came within reach. And afterwards, she slept like a log, snores and all, then awoke and demanded more comb time with lots of headbutts. Even more telling, Cricket started purring like a freight train throughout the fluid treatment. Karen and Len knew they were out of the woods when Pumpkin left Cricket's side and returned to his position in the bay window to watch the birds. Cricket didn't need him anymore. Ten days after the catheter had been implanted, a checkup showed that Cricket's kidney values had gone down significantly, and she's gained another half pound to reach eight and a half pounds. Len and Karen were thrilled at the news. I would recommend the catheter implant to anybody, says Karen, but I'd warn them to be prepared for some bumpy roads. The subcutaneous catheter implants are still quite new, and as with innovative therapy, unforeseen problems could potentially develop and hopefully will be corrected should that happen. Some cats have developed infections from the implant, for example, which means special care has to be taken to prevent this. Now, I'm not saying all our problems are past, says Karen. I'm sure we'll face more as time goes by, but for now, things are good for Cricket and for us. Karen says Dr. Barsavak and everyone at DeSoto Animal Hospital, from the front desk all the way to the back, has been compassionate and supportive. She says, I just wish every animal had access to such loving care. We'll be back with more golden moments on the dog side this time after these messages from our sponsors. Okay, time to call off the dogs. Pet Peeves will be back with more biting topics right after we kibble a little with our sponsors. FTD's network of over 40,000 florists around the world have been creating beautiful handcrafted arrangements for 100 years. Each arrangement is delivered the same day and backed by FTD's seven-day satisfaction guarantee. For a century, people have trusted their most important occasions to the flower experts at FTD. Since Pet Life Radio is all about puppy dogs and flowers, our listeners, that's you, can get a 20% discount on your order. Just go to florup.com and use the code PEEVES12 at checkout. F-L-E-U-R-O-P.com, code word P-E-E-V-E-S and the number 12. 
We really love pets. There isn't anything we won't do to make sure they're getting the best products and the best care. So when you ask us a question like, So how do you feel about cat condos? We can say from experience, Feels like home. For her. Enter the code PEEVES10, P-E-E-V-E-S, the number 10, and get 10% off any order. No minimum at Petco.com. Hello? Danica, where have you been? Oh, Grandma, I've been busy, you know, racing, GoDaddy girl. Oh, I built my own online store with GoDaddy. Really? Let me see. Grandma'sAuction.com. Hey, aren't those Grandpa's golf clubs? Grandma needs her bingo money. Use promo code PP, the number 10, and get a .com domain name for just $7.49 at GoDaddy.com. Welcome to Sassy Seniors, a show about our fabulous older dogs and cats. I'm your host, Kelly Jackson. You know, I wanted to create a show to really showcase our senior pets. And you know, as the human population ages and lives longer, of course, so are our wonderful pets. But many of us with aging pets, it's so interesting. We have a tough time realizing or really admitting that they are seniors. So in a way, I kind of like to think of our senior pets as, as wise puppies. What do you think about that? Be sure to join us for another dish of Sassy Seniors. And remember, celebrate your senior pets. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're foaming at the mouth to get back to pet peeves. So here's Amy with some more tail-tying, fur-flying fun. We're back and continuing our conversation about old fogey pet care. The books, Complete Care for Your Aging Cat and Complete Care for Your Aging Dog, are available from Amazon Kindle and the cat books also available in print. Again, the books cover what changes to expect as your pet grows older including what's normal versus warning signs that he needs to see a vet. Choosing the right food, helpful aging products, and and how to perform nursing care at home and more. Now, in the book, I've included the recommendations and advice from more than 100 veterinary specialists. And in the Kindle books, they even have hot links. So you can click on those links and find where the experts are located and even find the recommended products. Now, why do people love their pets so much? Well, extra years together means the bond people share becomes even stronger as time goes by. Well, and of course, older dogs and cats also offer special benefits that, you know, puppies and kittens don't really have. A steadiness, known behaviors and temperament, a calm demeanor. All those young puppies and kittens, they take years to develop such things. For instance, children may grow up with a special pet who serves as a playmate. Then as King or Sheba gets older, the pet evolves into a best friend, a confidant during the child's turbulent teenage years. A pet can be a comforting constant in families that may be split apart by divorce or offer stress relief to both adults and the children involved during times of stress. 
The pet accompanies his youthful owner to college sometimes is a study buddy and a party friend, and then maybe even travels down the aisle with him, sometimes literally, when the owner begins a new family. A graying older dog or cat often adopts human babies as her own and then serves as a playmate or a furry security blanket to the infant. Aging cats and dogs also give a new purpose and fill the void left in a household when when children leave for college or, or perhaps when a loved one's death leaves the surviving spouse alone. What can you do to stay on top of your aging cat or dog's health needs? Well, listen, you don't have to be a veterinarian to recognize when your pet feels under the weather. Her physical status is intimately tied up with emotional and mental health, and she usually expresses these feelings as behavior changes. These can be sudden and obvious, or more often, they're very subtle. And in the book, I talk about a good way to remember the special needs of your older dog or your older cat is to use the acronym LOVE. That stands for L, listen with your heart, O, observe for changes, V, visit the veterinarian, and E, enrich the environment. Because of the love and close relationship that you share, you, the pet owner, you have an advantage when it comes to knowing when something is wrong. It's not magic. This isn't telepathy. It's simply that your subconscious pays exquisite attention to the details. Never discount that odd feeling that something's different, something's not right or it's wrong. Listen with your heart. Pay attention to your intuition to stay alert to what your pet needs. So make it a habit to observe your dog and your cat for changes. And then when they occur, you can recognize that something may not be right. And when you recognize that something's a little off, that's when you visit the veterinarian. Because, you know, with your veterinarian, you are partners in your pet's good health. Finally, the E of love your pet is enrich the pet's environment. That encompasses nutrition, exercise, grooming, everything in the home. That's going to ensure she maintains a high quality of life during her golden years and enjoys the time she spends with you. That also includes feeding her mind as well as her body with mental enrichment. Mental enrichment, that's the fun stuff. That's practicing training exercises with your dog, play with their cat, all of these things that makes the mind, you use it or lose it, keeps that mind flexible. Follow the love plan to keep your pet healthy and happy throughout her golden years. Now, one of the best ways to stay on top of things is to create a log of your dog or your cat's normal behaviors. Like with the health screening test performed by the veterinarian, a, a home health report card provides you with a baseline measure against which you can compare even the subtle changes in your pet's health. Once you have a normal list, you can use this home health report card to review and check for any changes on a monthly basis. For instance, generate a list of as many of your cat's or your dog's normal behaviors as possible. Be specific. Describe how she plays. For example, if she loves frisbee, does she play fetch? Does she leap high in the air to catch it? Well, if one day she's not leaping, maybe that's something to pay attention to. What are her favorite words? Does she get excited when you say ball or when you bring up the word catnip? How does she react to those? Is your pet normally quiet or is she a loudmouth? 
Does he love other pets and people or hide under the bed when strangers visit? Whenever something is different than the normal, that's when you need to be alert. Now, don't forget to list normal body works also, such as the number of times your dog or your cat goes to the potty each day. If he's a Garfield glutton or a picky eater, is he an on-the-go athlete <laughs> or, or a sedentary couch potato? Once you know that these are normal behaviors, then any change from these norms will alert you to get it checked out with your veterinary partner. It's actually normal for dog and cat senses to grow a little dim as they get older. Heck, it happens with people. It happens with our pets too. But is a blind cat or a deaf dog unhappy? And what can you do to help? Now, both the cat book and the dog book list specific suggestions about these issues. But I want to share another golden moment, true story, this time from a dog lover and how their special pet's challenge was met. This special story is called Tazzy's Reawakening. When Carla Jelson of Cumming, Georgia, adopted Tazzy, the Shetland Sheepdog Yorkshire Terrier mix pup was just five weeks old and weighed less than 12 ounces. She looked like a Tasmanian devil, says Carol. The orphan had no fur. She couldn't stand on her own, and she wasn't able to nurse properly because her Yorkie mom had died shortly after giving birth. In the beginning, she was so tiny, nobody was sure the pup would survive. For their first month together, Tazzy lived in the little fleece sack that Carol carried around in her pocket. But today, Tazzy is 14 years old, 17 inches tall, and weighs 17 pounds. And after more than a decade together, the dog and a surrogate mom remain closer than ever. That's why two years ago, Carol immediately noticed something wasn't quite right. Tazzy wasn't barking as much as usual. Shelties bark a lot, and she always barked at every noise, says Carol. Tazzy started sleeping through the doorbell. Then even the sound of the garage door wouldn't rouse her. Touching the dog to wake her up made Tazzy nearly jump out of her skin. Carol knew that hearing loss was impacting her dog's quality of life. We traveled with our three dogs a lot, and that was fine when she could hear me, says Carol. If the dogs saw and chased something, they were trained to come when called. But when Tazzy's hearing went, that became a problem, says Carol. Cataract surgery had saved the eyesight of her cousin's dog, and Carol wondered if hearing aids might also be possible. Everybody thought I was crazy, she says, but she asked her veterinarian anyway. Miss Jelson is a very special client says Dr. Mike McLaughlin of Animal Medical Center in Cumming. Somebody who considers putting a hearing aid in a dog is up there at the top of the list. Dr. McLaughlin remembered that while he was in school at Auburn, Dr. Arvel Marshall conducted a research study putting hearing aids in dogs. So he called and asked if a hearing aid might help Tazzy. Well, the first step was to determine if she was deaf or simply hard of hearing. A test called the Brain Stem Auditory Evoked Response, BEAR test, conducted at Auburn would cost about $500, but another option worked just as well in this situation and cost nothing. Dr. McLaughlin told Carol to wait until Tazzy was awake, make sure the dog couldn't see her, and then whistle. If you whistle and the ears twitch, the dog can hear to some capacity and is a candidate for a hearing aid, says Dr. McLaughlin. The ear twitch reflex does not work if the dog is deaf. Tazzy's ears twitched. 
She was hired of hearing, and therefore she was a candidate for an aide. The next step was training her to accept the foam earplugs, says Carol. She was told this training typically took a couple of weeks and that some dogs never accepted the sensation. But because of their special relationship, Carol never had any doubt that Tassie would trust her and accept the earplug. I showed her the earplug, held her really close, and put it in, says Carol. Tassie wore it for two minutes the first time. When she shook her head, Carol gave her a break and took it out. The next time, Tazzy wore it for 15 minutes before asking for a break. The third time, she left it in for two hours, says Carol. And the fourth time, Tazzy left it in for six hours. So I called Mike and said wearing the aid wouldn't be a problem. The final step was putting together the hearing aid system for Tazzy. The original Auburn research project was long finished and no canine hearing aids were left. Recycling a human hearing aid was the best and least expensive option. Carol's father-in-law donated one of his old hearing aids to the project. The hearing aid was attached to Tazzy's collar with Velcro. Then a small piece of IV tubing connected the hearing aid to the foam earplug, and the foam plug was inserted into Tazzy's ear. Then I put the batteries in, and Tazzy immediately reacted, says Carol. It was very obvious she was hearing. She'd go outside, and her little head would go up. The barking started again, and I thought... Oh, gee, I forgot about that. Suddenly, Tazzy could hear crickets and birds and other dogs again. Patty the Pekingese rattles the walls with her snores, says Carol, and it used to disturb Tazzy so much she'd bark to be rescued. One of the first things I noticed was Tazzy looking at Patty snoring as if to say, Why am I hearing this again, says Carol. There are times when the dog prefers not to hear anything. She's learned to tell Carol when the batteries go dead or if the hearing aid whistles with feedback. Tazzy simply paws out the aid. Her ears get sore if she wears it every single day, says Carol. So we put it in when we need to, such as when we travel. The hearing aid has reawakened the close connection the pair share and reopened the world back up for Tazzy. We're out of time, but I would like to thank the producers for making Pet Peeves possible. I dare you to join me next week for Pet Peeves on Pet Life Radio for the next installment of What Hisses You Off. Email me suggestions or post a note to my blog by dialing up PetLifeRadio.com and clicking on the Pet Peeves logo. Don't forget to subscribe to the free Pet Peeves newsletter and to learn more about Complete Care for Your Aging Cat and complete care for your aging dog at shojai.com. Woofs and purrs until next time. Now, our old fogey pets offer such unconditional love and a lifetime of enjoyment. Adopting an old pet offers a multitude of benefits. In fact, a seven-year-old pet may still enjoy another decade of pet love with you. So please, consider adopting a golden oldie. Most old pet health issues are treatable, and you can take and perform many care options at home. Join me on my Golden Moments Senior Pet Blog Tour later in November celebrating old fogey pets. I'll make sure links are available on the guest page. And let your pets know that you care. If you're lucky, they'll also be old fogey pets someday, And because after all, you don't want them to get... That's it. You're madder than a junkyard dog, and you're not going to take it anymore. Your feathers are ruffled, your dander is up, and you've got a definite bone to pick. 
Join us each week on Pet Peeves, the show that lets you dig through the dirt and unleash your passion for pets. Your host, pet expert and award-winning author, Amy Shojai, will talk about what makes you howl and what hisses you off. Pet Peeves, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> 